It's good to be in the house of the Lord and with the people of God this morning. Amen. I'm going to jump right into the word uh, this morning. Just have some things in my heart that I want to share. Amen. I might start in a lower gear this morning, but you all will be running the aisles before it's over with. All right. Amen. Praise God. Father, we thank you so much for the opportunity together as the body of Christ here at City Gate today. Father, thank you that the entrance of your word gives light, and we thank you for light and revelation today. Father, thank you that we're just not those who hear the word only, but we put the word, your word, into practice in our life, and because we put your word into practice, we become benefactors of all that your word promises us. And all your promises are yes and amen. We love you and we honor you today. And thank you in advance for signs, wonders, and miracles, salvation being wrought in this place today. And thank you that we leave better. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. I want to ask a question just starting out this morning because I just need a little help this morning. Have any of you uh, had the opportunity to be offended? Anybody in the room? Anybody in the room besides me this morning? A brother needs a little help today. Uh, it seems like the day, the hour in which we're living in uh, right now, there seems to be plenty of opportunities to be off-ended. Huh? It seems like almost every time you turn around, there is something to be off-ended huh? about people trying to bring you out of your Christian character. Hello, somebody. Y'all, y'all help me out this morning now. Amen. I know I'm talking to myself today, so y'all just, y'all just nod, give me a wink, you know, do something, let me know that I'm not by myself. Hello. But I, I know a few years back I had an opportunity where I got to go overseas and minister overseas, and it was one of those trips, you know, where it was sacrificial to go. Hello. But I knew that the Lord put it in my heart to go, and so I went on the trip overseas, and uh, once I got over there and ministered in a few places, I found out that the Lord was taking care of the brother. Hello. And I was getting some good offerings out on the mission field. Hello. And I was excited about getting home, putting the money in the bank. Okay. Well, you go to work and don't get a paycheck and see how you feel. <laughs> Let's see how non-offended you are. Huh? But... You know, you, you're looking for that check, hello, on Friday or whenever it shows up. You're looking for the check. You know it is designated for stuff. Huh? Well, I, I got home. Uh, well, we did the deposit supposedly to my bank before we, I left the country. And then when I got home, I kept looking for the money. And there was no money, honey. And, and so, you know, I, I contacted the pastor and I said, you know, that, that transfer hasn't happened yet. And he's like, Philip, you know, we went to the bank. We did it. It's, it's going to be there. It's going to show up any day, you know. And I got rent that's due. Huh? I got electric. This is like the third billing. Okay, y'all don't know nothing about that. Hold up. <laughs> uh, uh, and, and so it's like, okay, I, I need this money to come through yesterday. Huh? And, and so I contacted the pastor again, and, and it was about $10,000 that was coming. You know, I could, brother, could use that. Hello? You know, it's going, it's, it's just answering a whole lot of stuff. Give me my money. Huh? And how many of you know that I had a wonderful opportunity to be offended? 
help me out somebody. Somebody wave at me. Do, do, do something. And I, I wanted to get offended and be mad at that pastor. And I had, I had to deal with my emotions. Hello? I couldn't really afford to go in the first place, but now I'm wanting to buy a ticket and reveal what pastor said has been hidden. Oh, Jesus so was like, God, how am I going to get over this one? Hello, because the brother's ready to take a plane ride. Plane ride. Handle this one. Whoo! And uh, I asked a friend of mine because I was really having an issue in my heart letting it go. Don't know if you've ever been there where somebody's done something and you're like, Father, I, I forgive them. I let it go. Whew. All right. Free and clear. Huh? And then it's like that sticky paper and it's stuck to the other hand. <laughs> it just keeps popping up. Hello? In different places. And that issue just kept popping up in different places. And it's like, God, I want to I wanna let this guy go. And so I went to a minister friend of mine and I asked him, I said, now how, how, how do I get over this? How many of you know it's good to have good people in right company? Huh? Not somebody that's going to load up and say, hey, let's ride. Let's take a trip. I'll take a trip with you. We'll handle this thing. Okay, all right. Real quiet in the sanctuary. But he said, I'm going to tell, tell you how to get over this. And you know, I, I'm listening. And he says, send him an offering. I said, do what? He said, send him an offering. I said, I forget. I'm getting... <laughs> he didn't get my money. He ain't getting no more money from me. Woo! He can get something else from me, but he ain't getting. He's not getting my money. Oh, Jesus. And so, you know, there are, there are things that happen and things that transpire in our lives. You know, some things are, are harder to get over than others. Hello. And then there are other things that just irk our flesh nature. I was on my way down this morning and somebody had an accident. Took up my time in traffic. Like y'all ought to drive better. Okay, maybe you don't get upset about stuff like that. All right. All right. All right. But there are times and there are things and situations and we have to ask ourselves sometimes, what are the things that are, that are really upsetting me? Am I really allowing the little foxes to destroy my life? You know, sometimes with big things, hello, we can, we can sometimes let big things go easier than we can small things. But those little things do that accumulation thing, hello, and you get to the point to where if you say one more thing, I hope you open your mouth one more time because I'm loaded. I got both barrels loaded. And if you say one thing, you look. One more. Baby, whoo, huh? I'm gonna forget about Jesus, the Holy Ghost, the Word, and I'm gonna tell you what I, huh? Somebody help me. What? What I think? How many of you know that don't help the situation? Praise the Lord Jesus. There's always an opportunity to get offended. There's always an opportunity to walk out of love. There's always an opportunity to be upset about something. Over in Luke chapter 17, verse 1, 
it says this, then said he unto his disciples, it is impossible, but that offenses will come. Well, isn't that just a wonderful word from the Lord? Huh? This is not just anybody talking right here. This is Jesus, the head of the church. And he's telling us straight out, offenses, they're going to come. Well, I thought he's a man of faith. He is. And he's letting us know, offenses, they're going to come, but woe unto him through whom, him, whom they come. Listen to this from the Amplified. Jesus said to his disciples, stumbling blocks, temptations and traps set to lure one to sin are sure to come. But woe, judgment is coming to him through whom they come. So if we are, we're on the, on the side of it, we want to be on the side where people offend us. Come on. Rather than being the, on the side of the one causing the offense. I know uh, we're under grace. Hello, somebody. But uh, how do I say this nice? Uh that's stuff you do that there are repercussions. Huh? Okay, all right, y'all sitting there looking at me. Uh, 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 I'll give you an example. Go jump off the building. See what happens. Huh? There are consequences. Hello? And there are consequences to sin. Hello? But there are consequences to doing right when someone offends us. And I'm not saying that this is an easy thing to do. Hello? That I have mastered it by any means. Come on, somebody. But we all have opportunities to grow in this love walk, to grow in this. And we're, we're growing in this thing. Somebody say, I'm growing. Amen. So you, before you get out of here today, you might have a chance to grow today. Huh? Somebody might not speak to you. Hello? Somebody might not give you an invitation to the party. Hello, somebody. Pastor just said, we, we, we starting to fall cell groups, or what is it called? What you call it? Life groups. Yeah, starting to fall. And nobody wants you in that group? Okay. Let me keep moving. <laughs> Opportunities to where we can get offended. Hello. And, and when you look this, this word up, offense in, in, in the Greek, it, it carries the connotation like a trap that is set and and the part of the trap that gets us is the part where the bait is set. Huh? You can't trap an animal if you don't put bait in there. Anybody ever had trouble with groundhogs? Nobody. Well, we're dealing with groundhogs right now in Virginia. And they are, they are digging up under the shed, hello, and making holes in the yard. How many of you know they're not welcome? They can go walking through the yard and you step in a hole. Hello? <laughs> and so there's a way to get rid of groundhogs. And it's called a trap. I know you all thought I was going to say a shotgun. I know y'all thought. <laughs> I know you thought that was what I was going to say. But we put, we put out traps. And we put stuff in the trap to bait the groundhog. We put stuff in the trap that the groundhog likes. And then that way we trap it in there, you know, and somebody comes and gets it and they're able to take it away. Hello. But I kind of live in the country also. 
And there are people who eat groundhog. Oh, yeah. I've been to China and some places, and they eat bow wow, dog, bugs, insects. Yeah, anyhow, I see this is going well this morning. But anyway, <laughs> it's all right to laugh a little bit today, hello, and get some of that offense off of you, because some of y'all came in here mad this morning. You got a trap set for when you get back home that when we walk in the door, this is what I'm going to say. Huh? Don't take debate. I'm telling you. Whoever it is, don't take debate. Whatever they lay out there, don't take it. It's not worth it. Don't take debate. All right, all right. Y'all not talking to me. Tell your neighbor this morning, don't take debate. Don't, don't take debate. They're going to lay it out there. It's going to look real appealing, real appetizing. But don't take debate. It's a trap. It's not going to be a good result. It's not going to be the outcome that you desire. Amen. And that's how the, the enemy came to, to Adam and Eve in the garden. He offered them bait that looked good. Hey, take this. Come on. God is hiding something from you. And if you eat this fruit, you'll be just like God, not realizing that they already were. Huh? And the way that the enemy baits us today is in the manner, same manner is that we don't realize who we already are. Huh? Whew. So there are there are things that, that can help us in, in growing and, and developing in this walk with God. I want you to turn over to 1 Peter. Lord, have mercy, Jesus. 1 Peter chapter 5. And Peter tells us this. He says, cast all your care upon him, for he careth for you. Verse 8, he says, be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about seeking whom he may devour. And he tells us to do this. He said, whom resist? Somebody say resist. Oh, you're going to have to resist talking back. Huh? You're going to have to resist making a plan to get them get even. Hello? You're going to have to resist saying, I've been through all this now. It's somebody else's time to suffer. I ain't suffering no more. Mm. Whom resist steadfast in the faith, knowing that the same afflictions, somebody say the same afflictions. Y'all didn't say that well enough. Come on, say the same affliction. It's in the Bible. The same affliction, same thing. You're not special. Same stuff I go through. Come on. Are the same tests, the same trials, the same temptation. Everybody in the room. Everybody in the room is facing the same thing. Hello. We all deal with the same devil. He says, knowing that the same afflictions, sorry, I don't mean to be so loud. Knowing that the same afflictions, because <laughs> there are people that get offended when you raise your voice. But I don't care. Get over it. <laughs> 
Jesus, same afflictions are accomplished in your brethren that are in the world. This thing is worldwide. Everybody has tests. Everybody has trials. Everybody that is a believer has opportunity to be offended. Mm. Just not coming to the body of believers in America, but it's all over the world. And again, it seems like it's on the increase. It seems like it's on the rise. Every group that could be a group is offended now. Some of y'all look at me like, is he really going to talk about stuff? Absolutely. I'm in the black people group. <laughs> in case you can't tell. Some of y'all might have thought I was Asian or Hispanic or something. I'm in the black people group. At least part of me is. Amen. Because I got some of everything in me. <laughs> Maybe your people are not like my people, but I got Asian and German and primarily black. But anyway, so there's just a lot of opportunity now to be offended about a lot of stuff. Y'all help me out. Nah, do the bobblehead. There's nothing else. Just do a bobblehead. A whole lot of, whole lot of things that people bring and present to us to where we're supposed to jump in, come on, and we're supposed to get offended with people. We're supposed to take the offense. But that's, that's not how the word teaches us to be. Huh? Just jump in, jump in with me. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm going too slow this morning. But I need to tell this right quick. I had a, had a, I may have shared this here before, but in our family we had an opportunity where, where one of my, my cousins got in a fight with a guy in the neighborhood. This is years ago. Two black folk fighting. And anyway, it was a pretty good fight. I guess I shouldn't be excited about that, sorry. <laughs> but anyway, uh, 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 a few days later, uh, my, my cousin got shot and killed. Now, now, how many of you know that's a family uproar right there? Huh? Uh, he got shot and killed, and so what, what are we supposed to do? Kill somebody. Huh? We're offended. We're mad. We're upset. Hello? and have a right to be. Hello, that's our right. That's our right. Is it really? Come on now. Are things really as they appear? We look through a glass darkly, and it takes time to investigate and to find out the truth about things. Jesus said, you'll know the truth, and the truth will do what? Uh-huh, you'll know the truth. And so anyway, uh, my, my, the family that my, my cousin was a part of, it was about seven, seven brothers in that family. huh? And they then got together, and they, they going over to the people's house, and they're going to handle business. Real quiet in the sanctuary this morning. But they're going to they gonna take care of this thing. Hello? And, 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 and my aunt said, call Perry. Perry's my dad. Call Perry. And other preachers came in, tried to calm them down. Hello. But there was no calm. They just added to the storm. And a couple of preachers almost got whipped that day. So anyway, finally somebody called my dad. And, and my dad came over to the house. And they're like, we're going we're gonna to kill him. We're going to take care of him. Hello. And it's all in an upheaval. 
and my father is listening to them, they're just going, and my, and my father goes, well, before you do anything, we're going to pray. And my cousins are like, yo, daddy. <laughs> huh? Yo, yo, daddy. And that, that dad said, that's, that's my father, I'm sorry. But my father said, listen, join hands, because we're going to pray. Before y'all do anything, we're going to pray. And so they, they, they join hands, and he said, bow your heads. You're going to honor the Lord before you go do what you do. Real quiet in the sanctuary this morning. And so they bowed their heads, and my, and my cousin said, your dad started the prayer like this. He said, Father, in the name of Jesus. And he said, that's all he got out. And he said, something happened in the room. <laughs> Something happened in the room. We were angry. We were mad. We were upset. Come on. We were in grief. And all of a sudden, when your dad said, Father, in the name of Jesus, come on, the comforter hit the room. <laughs> Hello. And, it, and, it, it, and, and my cousin said, it just drained us. He said, the anger left, the hurt left, Hello? Just like we were putty in the hands of God. He said, your dad invoked the Holy Ghost in there. I didn't even know he knew those kind of words. <laughs> Hello? He said he invoked the Holy Ghost in the room. And he said, and it, and it flipped and it changed everything. And all that that we had in our heart to do, we weren't able to do. Because somebody knew how to change the atmosphere. So further investigation goes and come to find out that my cousin was playing with a, a, a zip gun. And he shot himself. What if we would have all, come on somebody, if we would have all gotten offended, if we would have all not totally listened to the story, if somebody didn't know how to bring the presence of God Real quiet in this sanctuary. Hello, we, we're to be the peacemakers. Hello, we're the ones to, who, who God lives in us, God dwells in us. Amen. We're not to be the, the first responders. Not in that light. Slow to rise. Somebody say slow to rise. Uh, slow to speak. Slow, slow. Don't let people come in and get you all worked up. Be slow. Hear the whole story. Huh? Ever had a discussion between husband and wife, and she tell one side, and he tell another side? Okay. I see how this is going down this morning. You got to hear the whole story, hello, and put the pieces together to get the full picture. And many times that we're just running off a part. A partial hearing and not hearing the full thing. Let me see something if there's in here, anything in here that y'all might like this morning. Well, I told them about casting your, their cares on you. They didn't like that. I told them about being sober. <laughs> 
Somebody say, I like it. I like it. I like it. Amen. Can I just read? My, my time is, is really just slipping away from me this morning. But can I, can I read a conversation between Jesus and his disciples this morning? And I want you to take this personal this morning. Over here in Matthew chapter 18. Matthew 18. I'm going to begin reading at verse 1. And I'm, going, I'm, coming, I'm coming to a close. That means we'll be done by three. <laughs> Unless a hunger pain it hits me. <laughs> then we'll wrap it up quick. Amen. Somebody's praying for hunger right now. Lord, release. <laughs> release that hunger on him right now. Listen to these, these seven verses here. And at the same time came his disciples... Uh, Unto Jesus saying, who is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? And Jesus called a little child unto him and set him in the midst of them. And he said, verily I say unto you, except ye be converted and become as little children, you shall not enter into the kingdom of heaven. Whosoever therefore shall humble himself as this little child. Let me read that again. Whosoever therefore shall humble himself as this little child, the same is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. You want to be great? We pay money to go to seminars to be success in life, to achieve in life. But Jesus is telling us here, as a believer, this is how you're a success humbling yourself, decreasing yourself. That's the avenue to success. Verse 5, he says, And whosoever shall receive one, such little child in my name receiveth me. But whosoever shall offend one of these little ones which believe in me, it were better for him that a millstone were hang about his neck and that he were drowned in the depth of the sea. God is fighting for you. When you take the road of, when you and I take the road of humility, God fights for us. I need to say that again. I, I don't think you all, you all heard that this morning. When we take the road, the avenue of humility, God fights for us. Somebody say, God fights for me. Say it again, God fights for me. When you take the avenue of, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to respond, listen, I have a list of a hundred things that I could say back to you right now. Whoo, but God tells me to humble myself. He's not going to do it for me. Whew. So I have to humble myself. And in the mind of, of, of the natural, humility can seem like it's weakness. If you don't fight back, you're weak. You don't say something back, you weak. If you don't do something, you weak. It takes a strong person to humble themselves when they're being done wrongly. It's not a matter of humbling yourself, hello, when you're in the right. This is in the avenue of when you're being done wrong, when somebody is doing you wrong, and you have to be the humble one. This Christian walk is not a joke. 
Hello. But God fights for us. And many times, I, I don't know about you, but I've, I've had to work on this through the years. Uh, I want God to move faster. Hello. I want him to handle stuff quicker. Anyway, okay, I better leave that alone. He's he too slow sometimes. I can teach him how to talk back quick. <laughs> Anybody besides me would like God to move a little bit faster. Change her, God! Change her! She still can't cook. Nah. <laughs> you got that right, and I ain't going to cook. You better. Ah, and here we go. Verse 7 says, Woe unto the world because of offenses. For it must needs be that offenses come, but woe to the man by whom the offense comes. And there ought to be something on the inside of us that when people are being offensive, being derogatory, treating us in the wrong manner, in the wrong way, there ought to be something on the inside of us that compassion begins to flow. Maybe you've never heard this before. But compassion ought to be flowing out of us when people treat us wrong. When people speak evil of us. Yes, sir. I'm hungry now. All right. Okay. Will you turn this off for me? She don't want to. She don't want to obey me. <laughs> but compassion ought to ought to flow out of us because we know. Listen, when things when things happen, God responds to this. Jesus takes His body. Jesus takes His bride very seriously, and we don't want people to have to deal with God's wrath. So there ought to be something that, that rises in us where we have compassion. Where we believe, God, that whatever these people are sowing, whatever these people are doing, trying to hurt us, that they do not reap what they have sowed. Father, increase them, bless them, help them. Whatever is on the inside of them that causes them to, to respond and to act, and to do things in this manner, Father, help them. I have been where they're at. And I know the mental anguish. Hello? I know the despair. I know the hurt that they're going through. I know why they act the way they act. I'm going to say that again. I know why they act the way they act. One more time, because I don't know if y'all... I know why they're acting the way they're acting. Many times it's because people haven't given us tools to know how to work with the difficulties, the tests, the trials, the offenses that come our way. And if you don't know, if you don't have tools to know how to respond correctly, to know how to answer right, you just follow the natural path. And the natural does not lead to life and peace. But this call, this, this thing is called life in the spirit. Amen. That's the place we live and we dwell as believers. Amen. And we expect a good outcome.
Somebody say, I expect a good outcome. Come on. If, if Who was the guy that they were stoning? Stephen? Y'all heard of Stephen? Huh? And Stephen was praying. And Stephen said, send them all to hell. Open up the earth and let them all be swallowed up right now. Huh? Y'all reading y'all's Bible? That's not what he said. He said, Father, lay not this sin their charge. There may be people in her room today that you're going through things and there are people that you need to let go. And you may need to say, Father, lay not this sin to their charge. Just make an adjustment in your heart. Don't wait for them to change. You change. Greater is he that is in you. But they got the, no, uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. Greater is he that is in you. Christ knew no sin, but he became sin that we might become the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus through him. He opened up the avenue. That's what's on the inside of us. We don't take the offense, but we open up the avenue to where people can get to God. I wish I had time to come down this morning and just walk through the crowd and minister to you for a while. Freedom reigns in this place. Freedom reigns in this place. And it's just a matter of, of letting things go. Hello? I'm trying to wind this thing down. Let things go. Choose the God road. Jesus already told you. Hello? Uh, let me put it like this. In Oklahoma, they tell us tornadoes are coming. You don't run up on the roof. Hello? And be like, where the tornado at? Where the tornado? I ain't never seen a tornado. No, if you have common sense, you go hide, hello, under the ground. Because you know the destructive force of a tornado, but you can put yourself in a safe place. And forgiveness is putting ourselves in a safe place. That no matter the test, no matter the storm, come on, no matter the degree of difficulty, God wants us safe in that arena. I forgive you. You're going to be odd if you do that. You're not going to be the norm. Hello. Who, Jesus, I could stand here today and tell you stories. Huh about how I had to let things go in ministry. But we're going to move on today. I think you all get the message. Amen. And by letting things go, letting people go, letting problems go, amen, we can believe God for the best. We can expect his best. We know that great days, great times, great blessings are ahead for us. Amen. We know that we don't have to worry about sickness and disease. Come on, somebody. All right. Somebody's been practicing. <laughs> Have to worry about sickness and disease, amen, because we could get into that whole arena where 
uh, offense shows up in your body. But we're not going to talk about arthritis and, okay, other things. It affects your body when you let offense dwell on your heart. Got to let it go. So we let it go, and we believe God for the best of them. We expect the blessing. We expect the best. Amen.